0: Oh, you got it. (laughs) I got it. Yeah, I got
1: it. (laughs) It's a good choice. I had to get it. Guys, thank you for tuning in. This is the After Buzz TV After Show here for Graceland. This is Season 2, Episode 7, entitled Bon Voyage, which I'm sure we'll be saying that at the end of this episode. Um, If you haven't already, please go to iTunes, rate us, comment, give us five stars. We'll give uh, shout-outs for the comments later on the air, as well as go to YouTube and go to YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV and subscribe. Guys, I'm your host, Stephen Lemieux. You can find me on Twitter, at Stephen Lemieux, as well as joining me today. And yes, I am back, and I got a haircut. I know I said I'd get that when Mariam Scenario was on, but I finally got it. I am joined today by Stephanie Georgie. Hello,
2: everyone.
1: And there's obviously nobody else here except for our special guest, Tom Shanley.
3: Hello, everybody.
1: It's Who has taken time out of his schedule to join us on the Grace Lane After Show to talk Absolutely. about Cash Wingate. What a name, Cash Wingate. I know, it kind of sounds like you're going to pull a gun and shoot somebody. I'm telling mm. you, it's the best name I've ever had. It's on
2: that. honestly an amazing name, and it's so funny because I forget, once you, I was like, oh, hi, nice to meet you, Tom, and then you started talking, and then we watched the show, and I was like, damn, that is a great accent.
1: You yeah. <laughs> <I laughs> honestly, it's, it's a name that belongs to a Clint Eastwood character, I feel like. if If this, if this guy was a good guy,
3: I would smell spinoff. Yeah. Forget about me. Just the name.
2: There just you go. Just the, the name.
3: Off. It's like Max
1: Powers. It's the name you want exactly. to touch, but you mustn't yeah. touch it. Exactly. Yeah, Simpsons exactly. reference Cash within three gang. minutes. Hey. Chuck Norris. There you go. You know. You're going to roundhouse kick that baby right out of Charlie. Oh, oh no. That that and that was a really so sad way me. of uh, saying don't that. that, that <laughs> <laughs> no, I got my people for that. I don't think okay. <laughs> You get your uh, ibogaine. My ibogaine. You know yeah, why you go hunt crocodiles right and you have some ibogaine. Guys, we are talking about episode seven. This was a phenomenal episode. And I got to tell you, as much as it pained me to not be here last week, mm-hmm. I was at my cousin's wedding, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, Tiana Hobson, thanks again. Shout out to you for uh, taking for joining over. me, yes. Seems like everyone really liked Tiana.
2: Because it was such a good episode. We had a good time. The girls just talking it up about... Show we love.
1: <laughs> I felt so privileged to get to watch last week's episode freshly and then watch this week's episode right Find after it. that. Mm-hmm. Um, it gave me a newfound hope for this show that they'll get the number of seasons that they want because if that's the feeling you get watching episodes back to back, I can't even imagine the response. Netflix had when they brought this show on Mm -hmm. for the the first season and second season. So this is going to be a great third season again on Netflix for people to binge watch and I'm really excited. So It also gives me hope that if it doesn't get picked up again for USA, that they'll put it on Netflix and they'll pick it up. Nice, but that would be good. It's looking that. pretty damn good for a season four mm-hmm. at this point. All right, so Bon Voyage, we got three major storylines this episode. We have the Charlie storyline, we have the Armenian storyline, and we have the Mike being a total freaking dick storyline. <laughs> so, which one would you guys like to take over first?
2: I want to start with the Armenian storyline. <laughs> ding ding ding! All right, let's go ahead
1: and start with the Armenian storyline. Rolling down my notes, because that's my trademark mm-hmm. phrase for this. Um, first of all, what did you think of this episode, Tom? I really liked it. I
3: thought that um, one of the things I like about this show is they, it, this is why it'll be a good binge-watching show, I think, is they, they managed to actually navigate three storylines, and they actually do it pretty cleverly and uh i like this one because a lot of things a lot
1: of uh, apexes in mm-hmm. this storyline a lot of
3: stuff going on that you know it was great
1: i feel like a lot of the episodes this season have had those and okay. and as unfortunate as that we had to wrap up eric valdez and jamie gray Hyder it did give that storyline it it has been fast moving has been dragging along and if we hadn't if we still had that storyline we wouldn't have been able to progress this far Absolutely. with where we are now um I like how you've been mentioning Game of Thrones throughout the night watching this show. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. They do a great job bouncing around from story to story and you never know if a character is going to die. We had that scare tonight with Charlie. So let's go ahead and with jump...
2: With everyone, I felt like I was afraid that Johnny was going to die tonight, I was afraid that Briggs was going to die, and I was afraid that uh, Charlie was going to. Three of them.
1: I mean, even even Mike's getting his close calls exactly. now, too. Oh. I mean, smoking some oxy from a pipe. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't know you could smoke oxy.
2: I didn't this is the exact conversation we had last week. I didn't know either, but really I guess you could smoke everything, right? I mean
1: If if it lights up, if I it lights could up. probably try to smoke <laughs> it. I, you know what? I we'll do know. some tests later. Uh yeah, so we'll let you guys know about it. <laughs> we'll let you know. After after buzz. Yes. After after buzz. Actually getting Focusing it's on the, the buzz. B- it's the current buzz. You get <laughs> the buzz. All right. And then we'll do an after buzz after the buzz. Alright, so the Armenian storyline opens up with Paige trying to get Briggs to back out of what he's doing because she was actually the only one to volunteer because she felt bad because she burned the wrong fingers on Mm -hmm. Ari which completely ruined their case two episodes ago. Briggs says he needs Jake and Johnny and Paige says, alright, well, I'll get them in. You'll tell them it's my call and they'll follow suit because they obey women, I guess. You Mm -hmm. know? Because they hate Briggs, they don't hate Paige. So... Enter Johnny and Jake's. Johnny would be the buyer. Jake's would run the covert ops, and we'd set up this big scheme for them to buy RPGs. They're gonna Briggs is gonna introduce the Sarkissians to a buyer who wants to buy RPGs, mm-hmm. and then uh, they would set them up for. As soon as the money changed hands, they'd be able to set up all three heads of the family at the same time. Mm-hmm. Get Ari behind bars. Get Tivan behind bars, and get bars. Burdenian behind bars, like Burbasari Right, which would leave
2: Martoon with no one, so he couldn't really progress the way he wanted to, and that would give him more time on their case if they wanted to take him down
1: Yeah, so uh, Jakes and Johnny are like man, you got some balls, Mm -hmm. no we're not gonna do it, and Paige is like, hey, I'm Paige you're going to get to give me a hickey later, so you should go ahead and do this. That
2: was so funny. You know, that's what I have to say about this season specifically. I think what's making it so good is all of the comic relief that we have even in these intense situations because it's just it makes it nice. Like like what I said, comic relief just for that little bit. I don't know. Yeah. They were cracking me up. That hickey scene was hilarious. Oh, you
1: could me. tell they were they were cracking up the entire time like, they were filming. It was so weird
2: to watch when he was staring at it. He's like, "What are you doing?" Well, it's
1: just like <laughs> I know we're jumping the gun going into that scene so quickly, yeah, but, but, like, actors have to do a lot, mm-hmm. and, I mean, a sex scene is one thing, because it's just basically humping and being on camera, and that's a lot of pressure, but this is literally you're going just up to another actor and sucking on them <laughs> back. You gotta do it. Take one for the team sometimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Thanks, Brando J. Taking one for right? the team. I'll do so, it.
2: Well I'll do it if it's for the case. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I would have watched Charlie do that <laughs> anyway, so uh, back to the Armenian storyline. They turn on the TV and they they use ISIS suicide bombings mm-hmm. to guilt them into doing it, saying basically these are the guys these are the kind of guys who provide the weapons to these kind of guys, and at least we can't take down ISIS, but right. we can take down the people who are supplying the arms to people like them right. uh, at least in Miami. So Paige says the point is to make arrests and stop Briggs from getting killed. And that's what kind of is like, all right, fine. Let's let's knock this out. So Briggs decides, all right, so I'm going to introduce this buyer to Ari. I'm going to go over to this bar. I'm going to meet with Ari. And we get this really weird scene with Ari where he's carving a horse that looks like a pig. Mm-hmm. And he's like, my dad is a great man who <laughs> does these things. And Briggs is like, looks like a pig. All and right. uh, this is where you notice that things are not going well when Ari says, man, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to go like this. And immediately like, all right, crap. They're setting Briggs up. Yeah. Uh, they grab Briggs. Tauros comes from the back, just sugs him in the stomach. Great acting on Daniel Sinjata's part, because mm-hmm. that really... You really felt it.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, they, Tauros is really uppity about Briggs, because Briggs acts high and mighty, because that's just who Briggs is. Mm-hmm. And, and so Tauros not,
2: clearly has a little man syndrome, so... Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, that family, you have to. It, it's interesting, because you look at Tauros, and you look at... Um, Ari, and if you put them two together, who do you get? Carlito. Oh. Like, I mean, they're literally, like, if you take some aspects of Carlito, Mm -hmm. split it off, you got Toros, you take the other aspects of it, you get freaking Briggs. Ari. I mean, you get Ari, and then put them together, you get Carlito, but Carlito's now in jail. So, uh, Ari is... Looking at tauros, puts a napkin on Briggs's neck and just has this little carving knife like mm-hmm. what a what a crappy way to go. That would have no. taken like thirty five minutes with that tiny little knife. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna, uh,
3: take a long time.
2: Now you do nice.
3: Ah, well, experience, apparently.
1: <laughs> right <laughs> well, when I did it, a... I was
2: like, oh, no, they're going to know my secret. Okay, wow. I'm a hit man. All right.
1: Hit person. Hit person. You're going to you have to start getting tattoos <laughs> on your face there now.
2: I'm going to get a 619 on my face. Well, you know, <laughs>
1: it's it's really interesting, dramatic uh, irony here when you're listening to the scene. Because when you look back at it, he's carving a pig. Briggs is technically a cop, and Ari's Mm -hmm. carving, and it says it looks like a pig, and he's carving Ah. it up. So what I'm thinking in my mind is, holy crap, do they know he's a cop, and he's going to carve him up? Like, do they know he's a cop?
2: Ooh, like if that's what they were hinting, which is what goes to what I was saying about... Well, I guess I'd be jumping ahead again, but this is the reason why I even thought there was an anonymous call. I feel like they have a feeling that they...
1: Yeah, they're trying to figure out if mm -hmm. he's a cop, because he's just so... He doesn't really it. fit with it. Yeah. He's on top of it. He know, He's always like in these situations. So I thought that might have been what they were setting him up for. And if they know he's a cop now at the end of the episode, it's weird. But I, that, that was just kind of carving a pig up with a knife. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick that up, so I didn't pick up, I
2: didn't pick up the pig part, but I like that they yeah. kind of put that in there.
1: <laughs> Somebody, uh, Dick Shimodi says, yep, weird as hell. And uh, Nicholas Menendez says, am I the only person that Johnny looked really stupid with his undercover... All
2: right. a little bit, but it's okay.
1: Well, guys, we're talking about the Armenian storyline. If you want to jump in in the chat, I'm going to give a shout-out real quick Sorry. to, uh... Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 Thanks to uh, Jory Dia Marish, who says, Ask about favorite parts of shooting Graceland, to Tom Shanley. And, uh, Mackenzie says, He's back! And Karen Case says, After that awesome Graceland TV episode, I'm ready for After Buzz TV Graceland. Thanks, guys. Uh, keep right. joining us in the live chat. Keep joining us. Um... So back to this, uh, Briggs really is good at talking himself out of these situations.
2: I think that's another reason why they're getting suspicious because anyone who's involved with this association or, you know, organization, excuse me, I feel like wouldn't try so hard to be in there. Like, all Briggs is doing is trying to stay involved when they've let h- given him the out,
1: No, you know, you know what's without weir- being killed. What's weird to me, and the only thing I could possibly see as what they're kind of worried about,
2: mm-hmm.
1: is... Briggs is a lackey. Briggs does not act like a lackey cuz he's
2: he's too he's, he's out, too yeah. smart.
1: So if I was Toros in this position when he keeps saying like why are you talking to me on equal footing like why are you doing this? I would be thinking all right this guy knows the deal obviously he's treating me like I'm an underling mm-hmm. why the hell is he working for Ari? Right. Like, why the hell is this guy who feels so superior to me, mm-hmm. who's Ari's boss, mm-hmm. why is he under Ari? What? Where does his loyalty for Ari come from? it doesn't make suspicious. sense. Yeah, exactly. So something's off if you really think about it. So that's why I think they can play to that with Toros kind of being suspicious of Briggs. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, moving on, they get the anger. They get to the hangar. Briggs introduces uh, the gang-tatted Johnny, <laughs> and it's like. Who are you? The boss. Johnny's got a thick, really thick, like, the boss. He was trying to
2: sound Chicano. Or he, he sounded Chicano. Oh, mm. That made me feel bad. I mean, he was try- that's, what, that's what the goal was there. That's the accent you heard.
1: Yeah.
2: La yeah. Raza. What's up? It,
1: it, was, it was pretty. It was good. <laughs> uh, Toro says that Johnny's looking for the RPGs. I look like stupid you. Yeah, you look stupid with that crap on your face. Mm-hmm. Guns are drawn. Of course, everyone's balls are in a... In a freaking knot right now, they're all trying to show their cojones. Briggs walks in, is like, Stop trying to show your nuts. Johnny says, We we'll get 50 at 4.5 each, but if we get it by tomorrow, I'll give you 250k. And uh, Toros has this great, he's like, Yeah, I'll get you it. I know that was 250,000 tomorrow. It was a, it was essay, a, it was a
2: very realistic interaction between the two. Oh, yeah, very real i feel like that's exactly what have been what would have been said in like words of ex- these i know if they're words. pissed at each
1: other like yeah you make fun of people's accents and things like that uh and then braces looks at him like small-time bitch
2: yeah well because i thought it was funny when he was like do you think i look stupid He's like yes i do with that shit on your face right now that was so that was funny because yeah exactly
1: who gets faced at like so dumb cholos dude east cholos so there was like an article about some girl who dated a guy for five days and then got her whole face tattooed with his name and I was like, Jeez. No. That's a wow. commitment right there. That
2: is. That is. Talk yeah. about quick love.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna get <laughs> Stephanie Georgie right get across it. my face. Steffi
2: G would be better. Steffi G. There you go. I'll
1: get it with the quickness. <laughs> All right. Um so back at Graceland page is picking out an outfit. She can't suddenly become a prude. Yeah. So we have the great idea. Of why don't you just suddenly become a slut? Yeah,
2: I love that. I mean, he's right. I yes. feel... Yeah, right?
1: I mean, it is a way to turn a guy off from you. Because, yeah. like, if, if a guy... But even then, I mean, if I feel like a guy would still go for the one-night stand.
3: Mm. Well, uh, she kind of left it, too, with the, uh, you know, in the thing with, hey, we can discuss. She even yeah. opened that door, yeah. which was interesting. She it's, said, hey, if you want me, just, uh, we can discuss that. And I thought that was uh, was... It leads him on a little more. It does know. lead yeah. him on a little more. She, she I didn't think play the, the same whole slut thing. thing.
2: Yeah, she was supposed to not. She was supposed to be hard and just be like, no, I don't have time for that. I do what I want when I want to because I'm a grown ass woman. I'm a boss. I thought she was going to play that part, but to, she did leave it open ended. Yeah. And I feel like all that's going to make him do is have something else to conquer. Like so, for instance, let's say he does think she's a slut. Now he's going to be like, well, not anymore because I got. I'm holding her down. Yeah, it gives, it gives
1: him a conquest. Yeah. Maybe she is attracted
3: to him. I'm just
2: saying. A little bit. How did you feel about that kiss? She was—I don't know. She like smiled for a second, and then I don't know. It was weird. I thought she liked it for a second. Be an
3: interesting twist if uh, she goes to the dark side a little bit.
2: No, um, that'd be crazy. I, I, don't I
3: don't know nothing. I'm just—I'm
1: just Cash Wingate. I don't know
2: nothing. Cash Wingate here, y'all.
1: Cash Wingate <laughs> That's right. with us in studio. <laughs> Gonna go to the, go hunting Crocs. Um, I think it would evolve her character. And make me have more respect for the character if she did sleep with him.
2: Oh. Oh.
1: No. Oh, this please. is this sounds super misogynistic, but I don't even mean it that way.
2: Says Stephen Lemieux.
1: Okay. <laughs> You're look at go. Let me look at it from this perspective. Everything she's been doing in this in season two and things like that leads me to believe that she is not putting the case first. She's very emotional, mm-hmm. and she doesn't act like an undercover agent. I'm sorry, but there's FBI agents out there that sleep with criminals you think to so? keep their cover. Yeah. yeah, okay. Because the thing is, is she's had so many th- times where she's weaseled her way out of sleeping with somebody. You're an undercover agent. If you want to keep your cover, there's going to be a time. As a woman, you're going to have to sleep with the guy. Mm. Yeah. Like, for her to not sleep with him after all these exchanges will be so suspicious. And if they keep writing her out of it, it's just not believable. I don't believe that she's been a super undercover to, agent. That, uh,
2: I guess. I feel like they just don't want to objectify her to something like that. But I understand what you're talking about. If it comes down to it, she does need to cover herself. However, since season one, that's what she's used. That's her power. Exactly. If she was a superhero, it's been the fact that she's a vixen.
1: But that's the thing. If she's a vixen and she's been the vixen since season one, that was her thing. That's her thing she's been doing it for so long they it's always one thing
2: use to her like one it's another to be one
1: yeah but it's one thing to be an agent that'll do whatever it takes to get in the cover and it's another thing who's gonna punch the guy in the nose hypothetically breaking the cover hypothetically mm-hmm. breaking everything because she doesn't want to sleep with the guy that she's supposed to sleep with to get in the cover with
2: well, yes.
1: I I just think it's a little bit unrealistic that she can get out of these situations every single time.
2: Well this And that she's
1: not mentally prepared to sleep with somebody to get a cover when literally from season one that has been her cover. Mm
2: -hmm. I think she is mentally prepared. It's that they're trying to avoid it. That's it.
1: I don't think she's mentally prepared. Hmm. I think if we get a scene where she sleeps with someone, she's just gonna be the unstable page. The emotional page and she'll feel like she was raped and things like that. I'm like, I don't want to go through that again with this character. (laughs) Season two, we've had enough of that. I okay. want the strong female agent who will do whatever it takes because that's what's most important. We got serine gas out here. We got a guy who's selling RPGs out here. All right, take one for the team. Mike's taking one from the team and you almost killed him for it. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. That's that's just my two cents. It might be dangerous ground on TV nowadays to have that happen. But you know, it's,
3: it's pretty ironic though too, because you know people are smoking. Uh, smoke some oxy, yeah. We'll take that for the yeah. team. That's okay to have people become drug guys, but yeah, have a little sex and everybody gets very right. uptight about that. And it's not like it's she. Kind of ridiculous. I'll
2: only go with it because it's not like Toros is uh, like this dirty, grimy guy. He's like this rich you know he's
3: suave i'm thinking kind of if, a it's a, if the, tra- the places were traded um you might not have broken his nose right you might have gone through it you might have gone through with it right yeah, yeah. See? maybe I mean, she should be page
1: i know
2: <laughs> no i don't want to do it i don't want
1: to <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but leading leading people on actually has lets you have more control over them. So I get that aspect of it.
2: Look and and she turned around like smiling. You know, haha, got him. Plus,
1: story wise, if
3: I if I may jump in, you know, who knows? Maybe they are. Maybe they've got some stuff down the line yeah. that, that is going to put her in the middle of that or make her go to that uh, that dark yeah. side. Honestly, after this making.
2: last kiss, I think she's going to hit it next episode.
1: Hit it then quit it. Hit
2: it then quit. it. Hit
1: it then acquit uh, it. Hey. <laughs> you're stupid uh, alright <laughs> so um, they have the whole hickey scene again mm-hmm. I would love to see the outtakes from this it had to have been a really awkward but fun day on set mm-hmm. um, Jake says he'll do it for the case Yeah, I love Brandon J. McLaren in this scene uh, Johnny's just Johnny laughing like, this is
2: hella weird <laughs> so.
1: Charlie walks in and she's like
2: what is going on with Jake's? Just like standing and like <laughs> they just smiling and this guy with his drink.
1: And it's so it's so sad because Charlie goes from this scene where she's just like, man, oh, I maybe know. I'll adopt this scene when I'm lonely and like very lighthearted mm-hmm. to the end of the episode where it's just really just terrible. Mm-hmm. Charlie asks about Mike; he's not back yet. And uh, the next time we get the Armenian stories is back at the airport. Uh, seeing all the RPGs, and Tauros hides it from Paige, so she doesn't see it, and uh, Paige is like, look, if you With go down... her hair up,
2: her hair's up, by the way, and she keeps looking to the left. I was yeah, like, she okay, keeps so trying to, like,
1: mm-hmm. look, I have this right here, look! <laughs> um, uh, Paige says she's, she's going down, too, because of the fingerprints, so, mm-hmm. like, if he goes down, she goes down, she's trying to weasel in a little bit more. Uh, she just grabs him by the nuts, takes the bull by the horns, yeah. and uh, she kisses him, and he sees the hickey, He's like, I didn't think you were a whore, and she's like,
2: whoa, 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 whoa. Exactly.
1: You don't call me no whore. (laughs) You didn't put a ring. You didn't put a ring on it. All the single ladies. You you liked it, so you should have put a ring on it. Listen,
2: no, shut up. I hate, so Steven's <laughs> so good at putting the corniest jokes in everything that happens for the show. You he, are he didn't notice. <laughs>
3: Talking about the comic relief you were, you were liking, so. Like, no.
1: Don't worry, I'll sure. probably get drugged and lose my baby soon right. because I'm comic <laughs> relief right now. Oh, uh,
2: no. But too listen, soon? So, this this is my thing, though, about that scene is I. She said, the second he's like, oh, so you're not a whore, she was like, I shut up at your house. She almost said that she was at that point. I shut up at your house at midnight to have sex. What did you think? I mean, I mean, she really was just saying that she wasn't... Yeah, she's, she's, saying, she,
1: she's saying she's easy. I mean, she's... Not
2: easy, but that she's interested in that. Like, that was the focus there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. In the chat, we have... I'm still tra- trying
2: to defend her. I'm still trying to be a feminist, I, I think, Go right now.
1: <laughs> Tracy yeah. Hickson in the chat says, Paige should have broken Taurus dick. I know. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, please. Uh... Mackenzie Trevor says, "Dang, it's getting intense up in here." Nicholas Malitta says, "Stephen, you're crazy with Paige sleeping with that guy. Yeah. Would have been funny as hell if Mike walked into the room during the hickey scene." Yes, it would happen. And Dick Shimodi says, "Ari trusts Briggs more than the Torres, more than Toros." So it's interesting. I want to let's go back to that scene really quick um, in the bar with Briggs and Toros when he because put,
2: he does stop for a second, right?
1: Toros uh, is there. And for a second we actually kind of thought that Ari was going to take the knife and, and gut yeah, Toros. Yeah. So I mean that's kind of interesting. I wonder I honestly wonder like through through Ari's mind cuz uh, Nicholas is uh, or Dixie is right that I feel like Ari likes Briggs more than he likes Toros, mm-hmm. so if they had well, gone is, further, would would Ari have killed Toros instead of Briggs?
2: Maybe, but I think the reason why is because of what Toros said to Paige. Do you like a strong man? I'm a. I think I'm about to be managing the entire Sarkissian, you know, deal or whatever. Where Ari thinks he's going to be doing the same thing. Yeah. So I well, really, Ari doesn't
1: think that anymore. Ari no. wants that. Oh. But after well, then I
2: think it's gonna. Be, it's just a position of authority here. Or who wants you know?
1: After Miriam Sine slept with uh, Ari and. Well, not Mariam Sine, but the, the actress she plays. Mm-hmm. What is the name? I can't believe Layla. Layla. Layla Sarkissian, yeah. Um, okay, so back to where we were. To be continued. If you want me, you're going to have to work <laughs> for it. Yeah. Basically, if you want me, all to yourself. It'll yeah, be. but
2: this isn't over because he followed it with a, okay, to be continued, huh? meaning. She, she didn't done. get out of it. She didn't get out of it. Point blank period. That's all you we were trying to say.
1: I think this episode should have been called To Be Continued. Mm-hmm. Honestly, because where it leaves off, with everything that's going on, the cliffhanger with Charlie, with Briggs, everything, this episode could have aptly been named to the be continued. The finale
2: will hopefully be to be continued.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. Season three. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so they have Tavon, they have Ari, and they have the Taurus all together. Muchos gracias is the signal to move once they exchange money for the RPGs everyone's there they got the whole team the whole place is scoped out everything's under surveillance the van's coming in Briggs is driving like where are they and he's like oh I'm driving alone they were supposed to come separately supposed to already be here Mm -hmm. Uh, boxes have no weapons they're just pipes three SUVs everyone's like really on high alert because there's three black unmarked SUVs coming up Bunch of guys with guns in it. It turns out it was LAPD. Mm -hmm. Somebody gave him an anonymous tip that a weapons deal was going on at this warehouse. And everyone's just kind of like trying to sort stuff out. Because it's like, holy crap, we got Johnny looking like a total gangbanger up in here. Mm -hmm. And uh, Tauros, we're thinking at this point, trying to oust Briggs. We're also thinking, is Tauros FBI? Like, what's going on?
2: Well, you had mentioned that... Had it been them setting them up, they w- the only way that they could take them down is if they actually had something in the SUV. That's why I know that it was them just trying to like see if they could get out of jail. Because wouldn't Briggs still be incarcerated right now? Had they caught him just for that situation? Because they don't know him better.
1: If they... Like, the fact that they... Um, you know, let's just go to the final scene with that real quick. Because yeah, that conversation no. opens it up. So Johnny's yelling with Jakes, and Jakes is blaming Johnny's bad acting mm-hmm. on how the case went down. He's basically saying when he met with Toros, Toros could see through it, so that's why they set them up and all that, um, and Briggs is like, no, they didn't renege, they just were messing with them. Mm-hmm. They just didn't care. I
2: think so, too, because at, at the end of the day, Johnny, the way he was playing that out, I feel like that's how Cholo, Cholo would go down. Yeah, that's how how it is I mean like growing up like the the Mexican kids that I knew that were in gangs and stuff like they just it was no mercy kind of a deal and if anyone tried to come up on them they would try to go even harder or what's that end of watch look at like all the movie blood in blood out think about every movie where there's a cholo in whatever they perceive is that that's exactly what he should have been doing there he's not gonna let the little dude like come especially if he's saying that he knows the boss if he knows Tavon then he's already in a position to not be scared of this of someone who's under him
1: so, well, he doesn't know Tavon.
2: No, no, I know, but he knows of him. Meaning, he oh, wants yeah. to work with the boss. So I just I don't I don't see the Cholo culture backing down or acting any less aggressive than. what Yeah, he, was. he did a
1: fine job. Mm-hmm. Is basically what we're saying. Um, Johnny is the one who brings up Paige. Says, "Look, what are we going to do about Paige? You got mm-hmm. her into this, and he's going to want her to put out soon." Um, and Briggs is like, "I got to think. I'm going to walk it off." And then Ari pulls up with Tauros. They say, get in. Briggs gets in. That's the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. That's the end of the Armenian storyline for this episode. Um,
2: This scares me, though, because in Goodfellas, that's how they killed a lot of people. They put him in the passenger seat, and the guy just sits in the back pop.
1: Well, then Pulp Fiction, they randomly accidentally shoot a guy in the face. Yeah. Freaking, uh... The back seat. They were in the back seat, though. Yeah, they were in the back seat. All right, so... Here's the few situations that could be going down right now. They could have, hypothetically, called the LAPD thought that Johnny, as the cholo he is, or cho- whatever you said... Chicano. Chicano. Uh, they would have overreacted, shot Briggs, and then the LAPD would have shot them, and there would have been a shootout, and they were just hoping that the problem would take care of itself. Hmm. They might be might have been thinking that, or they might have just wanting to see what happens, or they might have been waiting and noticed that there weren't any gunfire, so they followed them, and then that means they've seen Briggs with Johnny... And Jake's, and Johnny doesn't have the makeup on, right. so they know that something's up, and they were trying to set them up, mm-hmm. and they've picked up Briggs. Exactly. So either they know about Briggs, or they don't at this point.
3: Well, it depends on where that walk took place, too. He walked away down that alley, and they were at a police station, so if they were right there, they saw him come in and out of the police station, right? Yeah. So I yeah. mean, they would have to. to
2: unless have it, even followed him to pick him up at a certain spot.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, unless Briggs has organized this and said, Hey, pick me up here. I, I don't think it didn't look like he was expecting them. Mm-hmm. I feel like they have to know I, I think
2: so, too. That's what I'm saying. And the fact that Toro's got in the backseat, you know what I'm saying? So he has all, all eyes on them. Like, he can't really do anything. Ari's going to be paying attention. Toro's in the backseat, like, to protect them. That's what I'm just saying. that The positioning there is for you to get killed.
1: Yep. That's Pretty why much. I'm sure that's why they did it. So we're going, next week, what's yeah. going on, so what What can Briggs say to talk himself out of this? What do you think?
2: Oh, my gosh. Who knows? No, man, give me... Blah, blah. Do you think that... I don't know. He gets so, like, hard. Hopefully, he doesn't act like that again. He always does, I feel like, too much towards the end. And it, for me, if I was Toro, so Ari, I'd be like, Why, dude? I don't know you. This is a... We're trying to do some really illegal stuff right now. You gotta go. <laughs> really illegal. Really <laughs> <laughs> illegal. Oh, man. I don't know. I so have no
1: idea. the other option... Which we haven't really thought about yet, is that it wasn't it wasn't the it wasn't Toros and it wasn't Ari who called the who called the, the LAPD
2: Oh, when you thought there was someone else undercover
1: or So there's a few options. Uh, one could be that Mike did it. You no. don't know if Mike would do that. No. no, they always pull things out. You never know. you never know what the show, but if you think about it, it doesn't have to have been Ari or Toros who called the who called the LAPD on them. They set them up with the pipes, but they don't know if you set them up with the LAPD because mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to have them be arrested with pipes because you,
3: you can't get it, right. Mean, yeah, you,
1: what you are know, you going to do? Arrest the guy for having pipes? So I'm still thinking it's them, but I'm saying we got to keep our options open because Graceland, right? You know, it's Graceland. You know, they're going to be like, oh, somebody else, mm-hmm. um, and then. There was one other thing that I wanted to talk about with this was I think I think the the play for Briggs mm-hmm. in the car at that point would be for Briggs to go on the offensive and be like, you guys set me up. Instead of before they even have a chance to say you were trying to set us up, him saying they set him up. And yeah. I feel like that's going to be his first play. We'll see. All right. He's so, not
2: in a position to even open his mouth the second he gets into the car.
1: So, yeah, he's not. All right, so let's rush through uh, Charlie's storyline.
2: No, which... What's the third... No, not Charlie's. What's the second one? Uh, Johnny's. Not Johnny's, uh, Mike's, because this was a little shorter.
1: Okay, so Mike's storyline, we have... Dun, dun, dun. Madison and Mike talking about how she used to model. What are you, Mike? I'm 18 inches carbon fiber and titanium attached by a suction cup.
2: Whatever. They try to show a moment where they connect so that he can stay a little bit longer and do some drugs together. Yeah. But clearly that's not okay because when he gets up from that entire scene, or actually, because I know you want to talk about how her, she's talking about everything that's in the journal and she's disregarding it. He's saying that it's something real. And then he, she really kind of puts a... Oh, I wish I knew better colloquialisms, but knits it in the butt for the tattoo, and she's like, he got that at Pomona as a dare. Yeah. So that just kind of makes the bird thing a whole coincidence and not worth anything.
1: I like this because someone's actually not catering to Mike's BS. Mm-hmm. They're like, look, you may think of it as one thing, but literally it's just your brain sending off neurons. Like, yeah. stop trying to find the meaning in it. It may offend you this case, but anyone looking at suspicious chat boards could have seen that and right. been like, oh, this is something. Mm-hmm. Um... So Briggs has been calling Mike. Uh she's telling Mike it never happened for a reason. He realizes he's been there two days. He's angry, leaves, and she's like, Wait, give more pills. Yeah. She doesn't really love him or anything. All right, so uh, intervention! Ugh, that was so nerve-wracking. Deep down in my heart,
2: <laughs> I still love you. No. Well, the second Mike sits down, I liked how that Briggs paid, um, like, paid attention to his hands, but didn't use it against him until he needed to at the right moment, which was at the end when he was trying to walk away.
1: Damn, so Mike walks in like a freaking lamp, throwing shade everywhere. He's like, all right. Let's see, what does he say? Johnny calls him a junkie, which sets Mike off. Mike mm-hmm. tries to throw Briggs on the breast. He says he doesn't need his help. Briggs says it's because he's got the shakes. Briggs says he knows it because I'm Briggs. I know mm-hmm. about this. I was on heroin. Mike admits to taking the pills. Johnny's calling him out again. Mike is calling out Briggs, being a dick. Calls Jake a drunk. Mike's being a drunk.
2: No, so Mike,
1: this is what happened. Mike typically get so defensive that what do you
2: do? You start doing low blows to everybody, putting people's secrets out there. These are all things that you would never say. You would never He's say that. He's got the dirt on everyone. Yeah, I know, but you would never say that unless you were put in this position where you're the bad one now. So he just needs to remind everyone that of their their parts in being a bad person. But I'm just saying, to talk about yeah, Charlie's baby, get he, the hell out of here. He
1: calls Jake a drunk and says he can't even see his yeah. own family. Like, I can hey. call my mother if I want to see her. <laughs> that was He's funny. being a dick. And then Mike tells Everyone, Charlie aborted her baby. Mike says Paige can't talk because of why he's using in the first place, and Paige is like, "Yeah." And you're like, "Dang!" I like know. he's really and. If I was there, I would have instigated. I would be like, "Woo!" I'm. Got off. Y'all. I'm so <laughs> glad he said that though because we haven't seen any animosity from mike towards Paige mm-hmm. no matter like he knows that she set him up yeah. like she he knows that the reason he was freaking killed for five minutes yeah. was because she told Sid his location like there's been no animosity from him yeah. finally there's something at least we know that he like Is angry about it in some respect Mm because it just doesn't make sense that he'd forgive her so easily. Charlie gives him an ultimatum: "Look, you're gonna go to this rehab place." And Mike's like, "Nope, peace, deuces, I'm out." Mm
2: -hmm. Until Charlie, Mama Bear, Mama Bear comes and talks to him.
1: Charlie's asking him to talk to her, ask where he'll go. She says it's not him. He's like, "It hurts." He actually finally opens up. He says, "It hurts so bad. He needed to get back to work." He spills it all. He says, "Sorry." Says she did what he did. She split the difference as she's telling him that she didn't get an abortion. Mm -hmm. She needed to get back to work. She needed to be the one to go on the case. So they have a moment, and she says, look, there's a place. It's rehab. It's all anonymous. And Mike says, look, i got to be ready to quit this stuff, and I'm ready. Mm -hmm. And that's when uh, she says... Thanks, Mike. And she he says, so when you getting on your flight, you know, so nice. you can get yeah, away. Yeah, you know? Don't miss your flight, right? Yeah. And she's and I'm just like he's lying to her. He's not gonna quit, of course. But he proves me wrong that he wants to going to Vin's house, getting Vin's there. And Mike says they have to stop. No crashing, no smoking oxy. Madison doesn't think it's a problem. Asks if it's he asks if it's really what she wants. And he says cigarettes are more addictive than heroin. And she says, this is the last one.
2: Our bon voyage. Our bon voyage. Again.
1: Yes. Can we start I mean,
2: stopping tomorrow? I know. That sounds like everyone's diet plan. Let's start tomorrow.
3: It's everyone's uh, addiction plan. Yeah, that's you know, true. Or getting yeah, well, over addiction plan. It reminds
1: me of uh, Breaking Bad. I mean, it's been four years. It's a bit of a spoiler. Have you guys seen Breaking Bad? Yes, go. The, yes. the last night, uh, him and his girlfriend are like, all right, tomorrow we're going to leave, we're going to quit. And that's the night that ha- what happens, happens. And you're like, yeah, it's always the last time. So I feel like Madison might be dead next mm-hmm. episode. Cause if Madison dies because that last pill sets something off, that's going to be the last pill.
2: And you see, that's what's so scary because that's exactly what I thought. And they're like, oh, just one more time, you know how people that and that's it's always that last
1: one, one. Yeah, yeah. because that's yeah. There's a great there's a great movie called SLC Punk. If you know. haven't seen SLC Punk, it's a great movie. There's a really good scene. This guy won't do any drugs. He won't take Tylenol. He won't do anything. And in the movie, he makes a decision to take it, and something happens. It's really, check it out. I don't want to spoil it. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Really old. It's got great actors in it. Cool. Anyway, it's like a bon voyage. So that's kind of the end of Mike's storyline. He mm-hmm. decides, all right, well, I'll take this pill. Which sucks, because in the previous scene, he's saying, like, every time. It's like, it's the last pill, and then it's never the last pill, and I want it to be the last pill. And it's like... Well, I think it was
3: physically the last pill too. I think that's where the rationalization comes in. This is the last pill they had because he mm-hmm. didn't bring back anymore. So it was like, oh, we have to quit now. Yeah. Theoretically. Theoretically. So I Especially to. Especially
2: when she's like, it's a, it's a farewell to this, to the life that we're leaving, and he's like, exactly, exactly, and I think that. In order to justify him taking that pill, he went, took it a little bit further and thought, this is the last time I'm going to take this pill. This is the last time I'm going to worry about pain or think about what's happened before or be this type of a person. So that would, every reason more to take the pill. Oh, brother. <laughs>
1: Somebody on Twitter corrected me. Mackenzie said he was dead for six minutes, Stephen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was a minute off, guys. I failed you guys. Uh, Graceland TV UK, shout out. They say, as they say, nothing is as it seems. <laughs> um, I want to rush. I had to rush that story because I really wanted to get to That's your un- story, too. I was time.
2: trying to save the best one for last. Uh, the best kind. one for last.
1: We have the swamp people it's making swamp pancakes. You pancake. open up with some nice maple syrup pancakes. Charlie's story. Talking to Amber. Amber wants to be a CI, and we get some inside information on Charlie we didn't know before. Mm -hmm. Charlie's dad was a wise guy.
2: Which doesn't surprise me at all. She seems like a wise guy. Yeah, yeah.
1: She's got (laughs) the New York thing. She does. She absolutely does. She says when she was 14, her dad got into beef and they wanted to kill him, but he's not a rat Mm -hmm. and he's not going to run. So she knows they would have found him and they they would have found him and killed him. So she makes an anonymous call and sets up her own dad for 14 years in prison, 14 to 20. For having 200k in laundered money in their house, mm-hmm. sets up her own dad, mm. and she says she sends him an origami frog every week, saying it symbolizes safe travels. And mm-hmm. um, this is actually really interesting, kind of foreshadowing in a way when she's going into these swamplands, like the frogs and things like sure. that, and safe travels, and she does not have safe travels, right? Kind of has Ooh. really unsafe travels.
2: Well, it just makes me so sad because when when this guy, this guy right here, says, oh, "Well, we have a little farewell party," I was like, "No, you idiot! Don't have a farewell party!" Obviously, something bad was gonna happen.
3: But my intention was good.
2: Your intention I mean, was really good, was. which actually I was surprised because I thought that your character was gonna do something gnarly, and then instead it was just Rodney <sighs> being jealous for Amber.
1: He's the smart one. Cash, cash cash,
2: cash. Wingate. What were you really thinking? I, I just
3: wanted to have a nice party. we were making some good money. You know, we got some nice people. They're not tough, tough to look at. So come on, let's have a party in the swamp. There you yeah. go. So, uh,
2: <laughs> dude, I really want to have a party in the swamp, though. <laughs> we like get a moment.
1: Job. We get a moment where uh, Charlie tells Amber that she's got to send her back to jail, which is interesting because before, when it was right out of jail, it was. Um, Charlie was had so much animosity towards Amber mm-hmm. So much Because Amber had put her in that situation Where she was getting antagonized And things like that Amber hated Charlie Charlie hated Amber Their relationship has kind of grown
2: It did Because when she said I just need you to know It's not personal yeah. I was like Why did you need to give her that? You know, I didn't realize that they were friends for her to let her know. Like, well, it's mean? a good thing she did later in the yeah, episode. Yeah, no,
1: seriously. <laughs> so, uh, Swamps, Charlie's story. Enter Tom. <laughs> came upon some abogaine. Abogaine. It'll put some hair on your chest for sure. Apparently, it's worth the ride up for the hard land. And uh, Amber says yes. Charlie says no. They're not going to start doing that. They're making money as is. Charlie is trying to take Amber off the case. She's like, look, uh, Amber's got to go somewhere. I'm going to be handling it from here. Ronnie does not like that. This is where we kind of see the ascension in there, and uh, that's when we get the going away party. Like, oh, let's throw a going away party because, like, it's always a great idea to fly all the way back to Florida just for a going away party with criminals. Keep, up, right. the Keep mm-hmm. up the cover. Keep up the cover. So you have to. I liked that we got a campfire because it's always Graceland's campfire at the end of the episode where they're kind of g- coming together as a team, and it's and always like really warm and things like that. Stuff like that. But this, we see them drinking moonshine at campfire. Go- He's having another virgin beer, but he looks at the can and taps the can.
2: Yeah, you see him, and he's, like, making sure it's the one that he put the stuff in.
1: Yeah, and if you guys know anything about drugs and things like that and mind-altering drugs, like, if you do, like, like LSD, for instance, it's just a drop. It's mm-hmm. literally just a drop, and that can be so concentrated that it sends you on a journey for 10, 15, 30 hours. So you can imagine that, depending on how much you had put in that can, it could have literally just been at least two drops of something, and it would just—sure, it would—it mm-hmm. could completely affect your physically, biologically, it mentally. Quick. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't think it would have. I don't know what they're kind of basing ibogaine off of. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can kind
3: of—it was
2: kind of like it
1: actually is it, it is a drug. I, I looked it up. I have to. Uh, oh, remember and it's what called it ibogaine and everything. Uh, ibogaine. Yeah. Ibogaine no, is, okay. is a naturally occurring psychoactive substance found in plants in the. A Pacacine family, such um, as the Tabernathe Iboga, whatever. Tabernathe Iboga. I know, right? Totally totally all about that, Tabernathe Iboga. Um, so, yeah, scary. that's they could have dosed her up pretty hardcore. Sure. Um, he's like, oh, I'll lie you down inside. At this, thing, at this point, I'm thinking, like, is this like a rape situation? Like, is he just trying to get with Charlie? And then when he puts her down and he goes and gets his gun, you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. That was weird. That's so weird weird. that he was
2: just gonna shoot her, and then I guess it's one of those things. And then what happens? Yeah, yeah, because what he would have shot her, and then they would have, you guys would have came in and be like, "Oh, come on, man, why'd you shoot her? Now we gotta clean up this mess."
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean. Once it's done, it's done though. Like they're yeah. gonna have to clean it up I and know. then they're on his team anyway. Oh
2: wait, and I wanna make a point about your uniform because Tiana and I were cracking up about how he keeps wearing his uniform and everything. But I was happy about this scene because it was you were not tucked, your shirt wasn't tucked in and it wasn't buttoned, oh, was so it was very relaxed and ready for the party. It was the end of your shift, if you will.
3: It was the casual campfire yes. look for uh, the sheriff in the swamp. So No,
2: it was perfect. Yeah. It was just very appropriate. I'm happy that they focused on that detail.
1: So Cash Winsgate so. actually is a sheriff though, right?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so
1: he actually is. It's not just a cover, it's not just a car he has Yeah. He's the sheriff no. and no. that he moonlights as a. Correct. Asshole. Yes. As a second
3: okay. income. Oh. <laughs> he takes care of his family as well. That's at it. to say,
2: he's politically correct. As <laughs> a second income.
1: Exactly right. <laughs> so uh, they, Amber goes in, luckily, to see what's going on. Cash goes in, too, because Amber calls for everyone. And Rodney's just like, what are you guys doing? Let's just let it happen. And we get Devil Cash Wingate. Oh, is that devil. you?
3: Uh, actually, no, it wasn't. Uh, uh, what? Uh, because they had to. Uh, slide oh. a guy in, so he had to get made up so that he was in the chair for like five hours getting that oh, stuff wow. on. So. Oh,
2: so, but then it was all nice was, one take.
3: Uh, like y- you, and yeah, then... Uh, yeah, we did the scene, and, I, and then he would jump in on, on the coverage for him, but he had to be ready to go, so they got somebody my height with the same coloring. And uh, Did you ADR that? Uh, they took, yeah, they took my lines out of the actual dialogue that I had when it was on. I did the whole thing, um, to Charlie, and then they shot my coverage, and then they they
1: just ripped the lines out and put them over him. Oh, oh cool. Okay. Yeah, I guess when you're having everything be real weird, you can no, yeah, do it pretty easily. Yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. um, so they want to kill her. They're just going to take her out into the swamp and dump her in the swamp. So they're on the windboat at night. They th- they just literally throw her in! Dude, they didn't skip a
2: freaking single beat. No. This guy was the driver like, alright, here's a spot. Let her out. Ghost ride the, whip dump, just, so Go the,
1: the whip. dump her in. Ghost ride the whip. Dump her in.
2: No, but I'm just saying it just goes to show you like how scary that type of a place is because it was just so second nature.
1: It's just so easy yep. for these people because they justify it with a big pile of money. I thought she was going to burn the house down with the money, and yeah, that would cause said that. The, that was an mm-hmm. interesting yeah.
3: take on it that uh, Amber would you know just get the hell out.
1: Which leads me to believe that Amber some took money. some of the of money, and they're going to want to come after her for that. Mm. Yeah, I don't.
3: I don't know from that in all honesty. So I you know. Couldn't no, tell us. I couldn't tell you, actually.
1: All right. So uh, she, Charlie's falling down in the depths, and she sees like a teenage boy, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's her son. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is sad. Her son loses by the fingertips, and he falls down in the that, darkness, and you're like, oh, she lost the baby. Mm-hmm. Babies don't just survive, I have a gain. I mm-hmm.
3: wouldn't think so. And the dump in the water and almost drowning. That's a lot of stress for a kid, that's I would think. That's a lot of
1: stress for an unborn baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amber gets the water out of her, and Charlie is just, like... She, oh, next man. scene she's in the bathroom crying and she's like, it's done. She's like, I know, because when you have a life growing inside you, you know when that life is no longer there. Mm-hmm. That was- Uh. That was
2: nuts. Well, I mean, you just there's plenty of women or people that you talk to that that it is a really bad experience. Even for those who go through their abortions, that it's very difficult. And I know that there's like following like questions that nurses have to ask, like, "Are you okay? How is your health? This, this, and that." Just because it'll mess with someone. But for her to try to hide it for one, and then only hide it only to keep it alive, so that she could actually have it. And then because everything, everyone kind of like stopped focusing on her, I feel like she grew a deeper love for the baby and she just needed this one last case yeah. and she was going to be good.
1: Yeah.
2: And she wasn't even going to go back. So that's what's haunting her right well, now. Well, that's
1: the that's why the scene between her and Mike was so important this episode. Mm-hmm. Cuz he talks about how he just needs that one last thing. They're just splitting the difference. Right. And then he's just splitting the difference at the end. He's having that one last pill. She just needed this one last case. And this is a real huge foreshadowing that it's going to end really terribly for Mike. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, because be right. if they're doing the same things. They're going back for that one last thing, and it, it killed what was inside of Charlie. It killed her baby. It's going to take something away from Mike equally as powerful.
2: No, I think, well, I'm hoping that it'll just be the focus on him, um, you know, recovering, like what we saw in the previews. I hope that's just really bad. I hope he doesn't die from it.
1: I mean, I could see, I, could, I don't think he's going to die, but I can see somebody in Graceland dying. Mm. And it being because of it being being because of Mike, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see. They yeah, haven't really. killed off a main character in three seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, so never you know. think they're due. They're Game of Thrones. Due? I was just
2: gonna say, Tom has been saying that the entire time. <laughs> Game He's of
3: like, Thrones, like, Game dude. of
1: Thrones. Everybody would be dead by yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. There you go
2: season three, definitely.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah, she's just like, I just need more time. And this is when her and Amber are really close. Uh, Amber's hugging her, kissing her, like not on the lips of course but you know mm-hmm. just comforting her because it's just holy crap yeah like this is a cop this is a woman who Even was on Amber, the top and Amber was in the crime she was
2: being so apathetic about it and it was like
1: weird. Amber's always been apathetic though once she found out she was a ba- she had a baby she's like don't hit her in the stomach she's yeah. always been kind of a little bit mm-hmm. there for her but she was crying
2: though for her right there
3: that was a great scene by the way just going to the right? yeah they did a really nice job with that both those
1: ladies it was very emotional yeah And uh, she says, "I saw him in the water," and that was that's Mm -hmm. the scene.
2: I have to say though, I do like that both you and then the other guy with the long hair—not Rodney, but the other guy—they're like, "Oh man!" The second she's like, she's pregnant, and both of you guys were like, "Like everyone was almost sad about it."
3: Yeah, I think I think one of the things that listen we tried to bring to it, it was that that we had kind of accepted you know these these people that we were part of our team. That's why right. I think the party wasn't as hokey. As, yeah, yeah, yeah. as it could have been, mm-hmm. I thought it. I thought there was a reason behind it. So. Yeah. yeah,
2: because it wasn't like uh, oh well, it, w- it was like a bummer. But then now they they knew what they had to do about it. So mm. I don't know. That just sucks. Even, and what surprised me is that they were going to dump her because they said, well, we can't send her back with the baby aborted. So I thought they were just going to make sure that she went to the hospital and was okay. But no, because then she would run her mouth and say, no, they killed my baby.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. If that if that got back, then they would be...
1: It's just, when you're tough in that swamp. position,
3: yeah.
1: you cannot involve any hospitals. You can't involve law Another enforcement. Thing. You can't really reach out yeah. for yeah. anything. You can't because oh anything that can lead you back to it you have a hundred million dollars at stake, and you have right. a whole organization. You can't. Nope. Mm-hmm. It's just one life. I mean, whatever. Right? What's one life to hundred million dollars and the entire organization and all the people? You know, what's one person who you barely even know, mm-hmm. who uh, according to you mm-hmm. is just some lackey for Jakes, who is the the boss? Mm-hmm. So they right. could play that off. They're still going to work through Amber and Jakes. Like, look, Charlie just she had a bad reaction. Mm-hmm. It happened. Amber, go with it. Everything business mm-hmm. as usual. Um, Could be. We didn't do it earlier, but I do want to give a shout-out to our iTunes followers. and Everyone will go to iTunes, give us five stars, give us a comment. I'm going to have Tom read the top review here.
3: Oh, jeez. Are
1: you? Because you're going to have <laughs> to give me my glasses. See, you guys are killing me now. Oh, man. Uh, Cash funny. Wingate's coming out. <laughs> Cash Wingate.
3: <laughs> that is tough.
1: So just uh, Where am I reading? that one right there.
3: All right, guys, so I've been trying to post a review on here since a few episodes ago, since uh, Stephen keeps begging.
1: <laughs> but
3: uh, I have used my iTunes account. I haven't used my iTunes account in forever, so I couldn't remember my password or whatever, so I kind of gave up and forgot the, uh, to post a review. Uh, and then Eric Valdez, read the iTunes review, and now
2: not posting one.
3: And now I regret not posting one. I'm a little upset, but it's okay. Anyway, I love the show. You guys are great every week. You are so funny and always on point. Stephanie, girl, you're amazing. I love you. <laughs> Keep it up, guys. And also, who, bring Eric and James back. Waha.
1: the name? Is it Clara Cher or something? Uh, Clara Shaheen? Chaheen? Yeah, Clara Shaheen? All right, Clara.
2: Love you too, girl. You
1: know, nice I didn't joke. get Eric to read it, but I think Tom Shanley is a, is a yeah. probably a better really? bet
2: he's great he's Cash Wingate there you go um, Ca- Cash Wingate <laughs> for
1: God's sake Freaking people. Cash, Cash Wingate does not wear glasses you should just, just you sign go. everything Cash Wingate from <laughs> now on <laughs> from
3: now on exactly Wait,
2: can, I, can I ask where you're from Tom
3: originally I'm from the Boston area really yep
2: Oh, okay. I was I really was hoping that you were going to say from the South just so that nope. that's where you pulled that accent from. Nope, I don't know why I love it. Nope. And it just looks good on you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've played a lot of Southerners for whatever reason. Yeah.
2: You, know, you look uh, like a good Southern. You catch me fellow. slipping
3: up, I start talking like this. Yep. I just start talking like this at any time.
1: So. so tell us, like, what are you working on right now? What are your projects you got going um, on?
3: Actually, I have a, a Western I shot a little over a year ago that's that's supposed to be coming out in 2016. So oh, uh, I play a good guy in that one. Oh, yes. And, uh, uh, other than that, actually, uh, uh, I'm getting married. Actually, at the at, 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 so uh, things are kind of quieted down because uh, we're going to head back east uh, coming up in uh, about a month. So how long are you going for? I'll be gone for about a month. We're going there and then go to Europe. And okay, so you're there. coming <laughs> back. You're coming back. we oh, coming you? back. Okay. I'll be back. I'll be
1: back. So, so what's me? the uh, what's the Western yeah. called? Where can we look for
3: it? It's called uh, hot bath and a stiff drink, part two. Uh, oh. There's a part one. They're going to release them simultaneously. And um, so uh, I'm not hot exactly sure. Hot bath
2: and a stiff drink.
3: A hot bath and a stiff drink. Yeah. Do you
2: have a do you have another Southern accent in this?
3: I do. Yes. Yeah. All right.
2: I'll be watching I do. it. I do. So, uh,
3: yeah. So hot I, bath
2: I, and stiff drink. Yeah.
3: So I uh, I play a hero in this one. I like to think so. Good. No swamps. But uh, yeah. So it was, it was a lot of fun to shoot, and I think it's going to be a, a good film. So look for it in sixteen. All nice. right, cool. And okay. did you
1: have any? Uh, do you have any shout outs for anyone that you worked with on Graceland? Any kind of fun things that happened while you're on set? Uh, um,
3: I just had a blast with uh, with the guys uh, in the swamp. You know, it was great to shoot a location like that. You know, <laughs> we're out there on the on you know on fan boats and uh, you know just doing it uh, in the in the location. Gators were everywhere. Oh. Really, they had yeah, this one no, that was actually scary. actually this family that owned this fishing camp. Real quickly, uh, they had a couple of gators that were. Essentially, They're wild animals, so they're never trained. But, but they're they, pets? Uh, not pets, but they claimed that once they're fed, their kids have swum in the same, not pet them or anything, but while they're around. This is what they claimed... No one went in that water, I guarantee you that. But yeah. Uh, it was pretty interesting to see. I gotta say. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah train gators. All train
1: right. gators. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you guys, I really appreciate it. We're going to forego fun. predictions today because mm-hmm. we don't really have the time. But uh, and
2: the, my prediction is that it's going to be nuts next week. Oh That's my god.
1: It. It's going to be crazy. Mike's going to go through hell. I think they're tricking us though. I think we're going to focus on more than just Mike next week. Right, of course. It looks like it's just Mike, but I feel like stuff's going down with Briggs that they can't show us because it would give away what's actually happening. Mm. So I'm excited
3: I think it should be fun. I Thanks, think guys.
1: everyone should come back next week for the Graceland after show. Where can we find you in the meanwhile, Stephanie, Georgie?
2: You can all find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie and on Instagram at the Stephanie Georgie. Tom,
1: the Tom Shanley on Twitter, Tom Shanley on Instagram. All right, and you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, as well as doing the Strain after show here at after Buzz TV, as well as Killjoys. Tune in next week for season three, episode eight, Savior Complex, of the Graceland TV after yeah. show. Are you going to see the uh, next episode? Oh yeah, you'll see me. All right, oh, man. You going so nowhere? look out for Tom, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. See you guys. Thanks.
0: From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.